This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today is an informal Friday, but I'm going to kind of take a different approach to this informal Friday when I'm going to actually incorporate what we've been doing is actually going through the book of Matthew, and I'm going to kind of take a very practical approach and an informal approach to it. So first off, I'll read to you uh, the passage I want to talk about, which is in Matthew. It's Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through chapter 10, verse 4. It says this, Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. That's very key right there goes on in chapter 10, Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and illness. Here are the names of the 12 12 disciples. First, Simon, also called Peter. Then Andrew, Peter's brother. James, son of Zebedee. John, James's brother. Philip, Bartholomew. Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector. James, son of Alphaeus. Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot. Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed him. All right, now, that kind of sums it up, but and he, he kind of goes on to say, here's what you should do when I send you out, and it's a whole chapter of do's and don'ts of when you go out. But I really wanted to focus on the verses before this and then who they were. Okay, he says in verse 38, So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the fields. The very next phrase, he says who he is sending out, which is, a bunch of fishermen, some tax collectors, some random people who have brothers, and somebody who's later going to betray him. So really, who he's sending out, okay, he's telling people, look, the, the harvest is plenty. There's a ton of people out there who learn, yearn to hear the word of God. And then all of a sudden, he says, look, I'm sending you. I'm not sending the most qualified people. I'm sending out the people who I think can tell others about me. Tell others what I'm doing. Tell others their story. You see, these people didn't have the Bible knowledge. They didn't have the head knowledge, but they had the heart. They had the passion to tell people about God. Now, I've said this numerous times, and I believe it's been on this podcast, where I've said, look, pastors aren't necessarily the ones that, you know, bring the most people to Christ. The the person that brings the most people to Christ are that person's friends. You see, they have a relationship with the people around them. Pastors can come in, you know, preach a nice sermon, you know, give some encouraging words. But at the end of the day, they don't necessarily have that close relationship with people. You do. And see, the disciples didn't have the training that Pharisees did. They didn't have the biblical training like we would say today. But yet Jesus sent them out and said, look, here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell people your story. Don't give them a lot of head knowledge. Tell them your story. Tell them why you follow me. And that rings true today. Tell people your story. If you call yourself a Christian, tell people your story. You are the best witness that they have. Not your pastor, not your youth director, not whoever. It's you. You have the relationship with the people around you. 
Now, sure, I can give a great message or a great sermon, or a pastor can give a great message or a great sermon, but at the end of the day, that's all it is. You spend day in and day out with the people around you. They see how you live. They see how God in Christ is affecting your life and changing your life for the better. So it's up to you to be that witness. When Jesus says, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few, he doesn't then say, so I'm sending out the greatest road scholars, the greatest biblical scholars. He says, no, I'm sending out a bunch of fishermen. No, I'm sending out a tax collector who a lot of people despise. No, I'm sending out this random person who hasn't really had the biblical knowledge and the biblical background at seminary, who hasn't studied my word. But you know what they can do? They can get up and say how I've changed their life. That's what Jesus did. And so how I'm tying this into Informal Fridays, next week I'm taking the week off. I know it's it's rough. But what I'm doing is I'm going to on a mission trip with my students. We're going on a group work camp to Virginia. And every year, Pocahontas, Virginia hosts a group work camp. And that's because the harvest is plentiful there, but the workers are few. And it's a really poor area. And what we're going to be doing is we are going to descend on Pocahontas, Virginia, and we are going to help the people there. We're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus there. You know, I've heard a lot of stories about um, people on mission trips this last couple of weeks as I've told them, you know, I'm getting ready to leave. And they're like, oh, let me tell you the story. of." Uh, and one story that uh, somebody told me, and I, I forget who it was, but it was somebody in our church, they came to me and said, you know, I remember I went on work camp a couple of years ago, and it's all with kids. It's one adult and, and five or six kids per group. And essentially what they said was the, the person whose house we were helping, they they thought they were getting professionals and they were mad that they got kids. But at the end of the week, those kids changed that person's heart. They saw that these kids gave up a week of their lives. They actually paid to be there, to pay to help them, to pay to work. And their heart completely changed. Their heart was hardened because they thought they were getting professional contractors to come in and help them. But when they saw kids, man, their heart sank. But by the end of the week... God softened their heart. And it's stories like that that really inspire me to keep doing mission trips. And it's stories like that that have me relate to these passages. That's saying, look, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And the workers that I'm sending out aren't necessarily the most qualified people. Not many teenagers know how to build a porch. Not many teenagers know how to build a handicap ramp. Not many teenagers know how to paint a house well, well. But it's not necessarily that that changes the people's lives. It's showing them the love of Christ. It's talking to the residents that you're with. It's sharing why they're there. They're there because God's called them to spread the love of Christ. And if that means giving up a week and a couple hundred bucks, hey, they're going to do that. Sleeping in, in a school, on an air mattress, in a blazing hot school, they're more than happy to do that because that's what God's called them to do. So yes, I'm going to take next week off, and I would ask that you would pray for my youth group and the youth groups that we're going to be with down in Pocahontas. Um, 
it's just it's a great time. And if your group doesn't do this, if your group, um, if your youth groups aren't aware of this, go to groupworkcamps.com uh, or .org. I don't know which it is, but groupworkcamps, and they do a really great job. Uh, but keep us in your prayers this week as we go down there. Keep us safe and uh, just uh, pray that uh, the residents' lives that we're going to be working with, that their hearts uh, are just changed for the better and they can see um, the hands and feet of God working right in front of them. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers, they're definitely few. And God, you call each and every one of us to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And God, whether we choose to take that up or not, you still call us to do that. So the opportunities that we don't and and we miss out on that, God, please uh, give us the grace and give us that second chance that we need to talk to people about Christ. Give us the courage that we need to open up about our faith to those around us. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Before I close, I want to kind of talk about something that uh, I put up on Facebook and our, well, really our Facebook post recently. And that is that we are currently up for a podcast award, which is a really cool thing. Um, so it's it's a small thing. If you get some time to do it, it would be awesome. It's go to podcastawards.com, uh, click on the blue banner that says, you know, the nominations. Uh, click on that and you got to sign up. It's it's one vote per email. So uh, we're under religion and spirituality. So at the end of this month, uh, I believe the top 10 or so will go. There's only 12 people in our category, but we're one of a few, I think three or four Christian podcasts that are up for this. And it'd be really cool. Uh, to be considered. I know that there's a lot of people that are listening to us. And, you know, the more people that listen to us, the more people that like us on iTunes and leave us a review and gets left out, more people are finding us. I know there's a lot of people in Virginia. I think I saw um, Indonesia. We had a surgeon. And it's just really cool to see uh, how God is using this small platform. Uh, Japan, Australia, um, all of you out there, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for leaving reviews. Uh, California, North Carolina, Connecticut, New York, Michigan, Minnesota, Virginia, Indiana, you know, a bunch of other states, Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, Nebraska, all, you know, it's, it's crazy to look. And, and like I said, I've said this numerous times, I'm angry at myself for not doing this sooner because God was really putting it on my heart to do this two years ago, and I started a year ago, and I feel like there was this lost year. And that's why I say so many times, you know, God, you, and and I say it on my my behalf, you know, God, use us, give us that second chance. You know, if we, if we harden our hearts and and just give us that second chance, because I feel like this podcast has really been my second chance because man, I feel like I blew it two years ago. But I, as I see pe- more people listening and, and more people sharing, and it's been a real blessing And to to be on this podcast award. It, it just validates that even more. And, man, it, like I said, just to, for more people to hear the Word of God, and that's all we do here is we just talk about the Word of God and talking about it straight up. You know, no frills, no nothing. This is in my basement, the basement of my house. I record this and, and like I said, it's always for my students, and I don't have a ton of students. I have way more people listening to this podcast than I do students, and that's an awesome thing, and I'm so glad you're here along with me on this journey. But, 
you know, if, if you get a chance, go to podcastwords.com, register, and then under religion and spirituality, it's right there, five-minute devotions. Just take a couple minutes and, and let's see what God does. You never know. The last couple winners in religion and spirituality have been atheist podcasts and all this other uh, of different podcasts of really non-religion, non-spirituality. So to have us or one of the other Christian podcasts win would be monumental you know it'd be really cool it'd be a good good witness and a good um just faith sharing moment that we can say look we're doing this not because of us we're no frills we're doing this because god called us to do it and and god wants us to spread his word and spread his love to others around us it's a judgment-free zone we're here just going through life together so uh Again, pray for us this week. Pray for my youth group. Pray for the other 400 and some kids that are going to be down there and their adults. Please pray for the chaperones. Um, (laughs) And uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks.